I heard her take her keys from the hall table. She called up to me. One hour on the computer and no games, do you hear? One hour, okay. Get some organic oats for breakfast with bananas. You're looking peaky. Peaky, yeah, okay. I'm off now. You'll have to come and lock the front door and put the chain on. I gathered my pyjamas and padded downstairs. I've left you some money for that computer magazine you wanted from Mr Barty's, but come straight home and no opening the door to anyone. I watched the car backing down the drive. It moved off in a cloud of exhaust. I took a bowl of oats and a cup of tea upstairs. Organic. Pure peppermint. I switched on my computer punched in the password and was about to start a chat with Janie when I remembered she was never up before ten on a weekend. Then a message appeared. Eyes needing help. Eyes rorty thrutch. Are you from Landlow? Eyes rorty thrutch. I don't know you. How did you get my address? Eyes talking to computer. I sat back. Mum had warned me about people like this. Raving nutters, she called them. Sorry, but I'm not allowed to chat to people I don't know. I have to sign off. I was about to click block when another message popped up. Eyes needing help. Eyes on rounding bout at Mr Barty's. Roundabout? My mind raced back to the thing I saw the day before. But that was on the Tesco's roundabout, not the one next to the newsagents. I don't think you can be at Mr Barty's because there's no signal there. Eyes on roundabout at Mr Barty's. Eyes having good signal. Eyes needing help. My heart started to thump. And as I right-clicked and highlighted block, I had another thought. Is that you, Dad? Are you checking up on me? Eyes, rorty thrutch. Eyes needing help. Eyes on rounding bout at Mr Barty's. Then how are you sending me messages? I didn't wait for a reply. I clicked block and logged out. I decided Mr Rorty Thrutch must be using some sort of mind-reading technology and I rushed downstairs for the aluminium foil and tore it into three sheets and moulded them to the exact shape of my head. No gaps. Mum says that if you're scared of something, the best thing to do is to face up to it straight away. So that's what I did. To get to Mr Barty's, you turn right at the end of the drive, take 79 paces, turn right at an angle of 45 degrees, then 12 more paces and you're in front of the shop. It was 10.24. I tugged my sweatshirt hood over my foil hat. If I needed to, I could be inside the shop in two strides. So I reckoned it was safe to turn around and see exactly what was on the roundabout at Mr Barty's. 
It was one of those small ones you find at the end of closes and avenues that you'd probably drive over if it weren't for the hedge. It was decorated with crushed cigarette packets, empty cans and sweet wrappers. But there was no sign of a raving nutter. No sign of anyone at all. I stepped into the shop. Mr Barty spotted the hat straight away. He scratched his turban and I felt a rush of heat to my face. Must have got left over from wrapping the jacket potatoes, I said. I pulled the foil from under my hood and scrunched it into a ball. Mr Barty smiled and lifted a bin from behind the counter. I took the shot, but it fell wide. Haven't seen your dad for a while, he said. Still working on those techno-gadgets, is he? He bent and scooped the ball from the floor. I nodded. Mum working today? I nodded again.